All right, welcome back to the Quick Hits Conversations. Today, we got another question about our toxic and work environment series that we've been doing. And this one is, how do you avoid either hiring a toxic person or accepting a job with a toxic person? And I know Karina, when I sent that out as our topic, you had a, had a reaction. So I'd love to kind of start with you. Yeah, no, it was, it was an interesting one because the, the question was framed in a way that suggested, or at least was asking, is there a way to essentially detect whether somebody is potentially toxic right there in the interview. Mm -hmm. And my first thought was, well, not really, because, you know, I would look and think for someone to be toxic, there is something quite um, subtle in the way they do what they do. Otherwise it's not toxic. It's just annoying. Um, so <laughs> for me, I look at it and think it's unlikely you'd be able to gauge that kind of toxicity and that subtle you know, way of working in an interview situation. It, it may end up being a bit of a snap judgment. Um, so yeah, that was my first thought, mm -hmm. but, and then you guys had other thoughts. There were other thoughts, but I'll save those thoughts. So go. Okay. <laughs> right. So my reaction to that was, well, you can engage in behavioral interviewing, which is the idea of asking people to tell you stories about their past. And specifically, I would encourage people to ask questions like when something didn't work or, or when something broke down or when, you know, an argument they had. And then listen really closely for taking accountability and saying, yep, this part of it was my fault or blame pushing, like throwing people under the bus or saying that because I know for me, when it comes to hiring vendors, I've gotten really good at listening to who do they blame when things don't work. Yeah. I think the key point that you've just hit on there, the key word is behavior. Mm. Toxicity, isn't, um, it's, not a, it's not a mask or a cloak or, or a, it's not a, an evident thing. It's a set of behaviors. So, mm. yeah, I'm with you, Karina. It's impossible unless you really, really, really get a great, strong gut instinct. And I, I am in favor of, of listening to your gut. But unless you get something incredibly strong in an interview situation, you have to try and, you have to try and mine for those behaviors. And yes, you, 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 could, you can go behavioral with the questioning. But at the same time, somebody who is intelligent and toxic could have pre-prepared, could have pre-answers. And, and know they could hide that, it. Exactly. So I, I wonder if, if um, I wonder how much you have to delve in your questioning mm. to ensure, and how much, if you're the interviewee, how much room you have for that kind of questioning to find out you're not hiring into an organization that's led or, or, or has somebody in position of authority who's toxic. Yeah, I, th I think there's a massive advantage in today's market that you actually can do some research on candidates around the uh, around their interview, and I think if you have that kind of klaxon, you know, if your spider sense is kind of saying, oh, "Let's just check," I think that's really worth checking. I think I I've had experiences where I've looked about uh, higher people, and something said, and actually, if you can find people jointly in your network you can get some information where it's a much faster way of saying he is not a good guy. Mm. You can go, great, thanks. I'm really glad I found that out now rather than later. And I guess to, to me, if, if I'm kind of looking around and I'm asking questions and it gets back to the person that I'm asking the questions about, if they react negatively to that, that's a red flag. 
Because I know for me, if I'm hiring someone, I want them to ask around and find out who I am as a person. Yeah. Tricky though, isn't it? Because if in it's it kind of comes with that prerequisite, which I think you know, all of all of us have mentioned at some point about um that instinct that you've got to have and whether you have a whether you're a good judge of people or a bad judge of people but bearing in mind that judgment of people is always subjective mm -hmm. and you know yes there are so you know there are sort of um you know there, there is a consensus normally but um if for example katie if you did you know if you take that approach and you think okay i'm going to call people from my network you've you've got to rely upon the fact that the people in your network you've correctly gauged as being a good judge mm. of those people do you know what i mean like because if, if they're people who will readily go nah i don't like them nah i don't like them she's all right don't like him you know if it, you, you, you kind of think well I've, i don't know if i can even trust you know what that person then comes out with you know what i mean you've got what yeah we need. What, we need got to person. what we need to have is trust pilot for people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Pirate pilot works, isn't it? Because we do want to have other people's opinions, and sometimes, I you know, I've had experiences of um, where really the 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 person they've fallen out with, you know, so they're going to tell me a time where, and if you can go to the person they've really fallen out with especially if you're hiring internally and mm. say, what do you think? And that person goes, well, we really fell out, but they did it in a professional way and no, you know, no grudges are born and that kind of stuff. You go, great. There's somebody I want to be with. Mm. Um, but you, yeah, you can get, you can get feelings about people. If, okay. if people wince. <laughs> you say, I'm thinking of hiring. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> <Do one. laughs> yeah. Good luck. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No. No. After no, you. So I was just saying, if someone says something like, "Well, you know, they they they're a good worker," and that's all you get, like that's pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Red flag. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting to your point, Robin, though, when you were saying about if you can hit them with different scenarios and possibly that even relate to politics within the workplace. So, you know, let's you know, this is a hypothetical scenario. Um, you know, there is an issue that's broken out and somebody comes to you and has a, a tirade about somebody else. How do you deal with it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could throw in some details that would tempt them to either go above their head and report it or go to someone else and talk about it or just join forces with them and and you know show show solidarity and just see where they go do they do they you know show a sense of balance in the way they're handling it and so on and so forth and just i guess that type of thing so that then at least i suppose your judgment's entirely based on their own answers that they are choosing in that moment mm -hmm. um it might yeah i quite like that idea yeah Steve, yeah, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Sorry, Robin. No, I'm saying we have a delay. You go first, Steve. <laughs> the process in CBT where you turn a question around and you look at it from all the angles and you rephrase it in such a way that it has the right effect, the effect that you're looking for. So I'm wondering if there's interview questions like um, name three people you don't like in the public eye. Mm. And, and you get a flavor of what their mentality is. I don't yeah. like him. He's a slimy politician. I don't like her because she's a slimy politician. You're starting to get an, an, you know, a sense of where they are. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if there are questions like that. I'm, I'm defying that as a kite. I don't, I've never had to interview people in that frame, but, but using that, how else can we frame this question? How else can we phrase it? Technique yeah. might work. Yeah, I mean, when I've helped people create interview questions to hire people, I try really hard to create those kind of questions that tell you who they are as a person. Because you, know, you could teach somebody skills, right? That's easy. You can't teach someone to be a nice human. Like, that's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, Which actually... there's a, really, um, a really strong exercise that I, I stole from a, a professional careers advisor called 10 Lives where basically you ask people to list 10 things or people or uh, jobs or whatever, you know, characters from history or fiction, whatever they like. And they just list them with no explanations, no captions, just, I want to be Iron Man, a tree, um, a a, a dune in the desert, a hermit. And you can actually get a flavor. If you have 10 of those, you can get a flavor from them of where that person lies in terms of whether they want to work with people or alone whether they see themselves as being above or within or below the peck in the pecking order and it's really telling just as a, a gauge as a barometer that's oh, interesting i think for me i'd take so long thinking about it they'd be like indecisive okay <laughs> that's what they learn <laughs> doesn't know doesn't know 10 historical figures <laughs> well guys we're up against our 10 minute mark now so i appreciate that it sounds like what we're saying is the best way to not end up in dealing with a toxic person is do your homework do your due diligence pay attention to their behavior and look out for things where they're blaming other people rather than taking responsibility So thanks so much for having this conversation. 10 minutes flew by once again, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks. Good stuff. Cheers, Kevin.